This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zalma on Insurance. Today we speak about why clear policy exclusions will always defeat a claim if the exclusion applies to the facts of the claim loss. And a policy only applies to the risks taken by the insurer and cannot be increased after a loss. When a crane collapsed and injured workmen, the plaintiffs in multiple consolidated actions appealed the judgment, granting the motion of the defendant, Burlington Insurance Company, for summary judgment based upon what the court found to be a clear an unambiguous exclusion. In Cameron Soule versus Woodward Design and Build LLC et al., a December 21, 2023 decision of the Louisiana Court of Appeals, the court resolved the dispute by re- viewing the facts as they relate to the policy wording. The facts started with a July 28, 2017 accident at the Standard Condominium Construction Project when a construction elevator hoist fell, injuring several workers, including multiple plaintiffs. As required by the owner of the project, Woodward obtained a contractor-controlled insurance program, a CCIP policy, or wrap-up policy, from Houston Casualty Company for the insurance on the project. Eagle's subcontract with Woodward provided that Eagle agreed to furnish all labor equipment miscellaneous materials and supervision for man material hoist erection and dismantle, including preventative maintenance for 12-month rental periods. Regarding insurance, Eagle's subcontract stated in pertinent part that the Woodward had agreed for the project to be insured under a controlled insurance program, a CCIP or wrap-up, close quote. In connection with the accident, plaintiffs filed suit against various parties and TBIC Eagle's own commercial general liability insurance. TBIC's coverage for Eagle maintaining that its CGL policy contained a wrap-up exclusion, which precluded coverage to Eagle for all claims arising from the project. The wrap-up exclusion provided in pertinent part that coverage was excluded in all locations where you perform or have performed work that is or was to be insured under a consolidated wrap-up insurance program as described in the policy. On April 24, 2017, the administrator of the wrap-up sent a letter advising Eagle that it was not covered under the General Liability Contractor-Controlled Insurance Program for the trade of hoist rental and service, the standard project. 
TBIC maintained that the CCIP policy was intended to cover EGLE under two distinct provisions. One, as a lessor of equipment under the above-mentioned additional insured endorsement, and two, as an enrolled contractor for EGLE's work pursuant to the subcontract to erect, dismantle, and provide preventative maintenance for the hoist under the wrap-up endorsement. The latter endorsement provided that Woodward's enrolled contractors and insured only while performing duties related to the product and to the project. An insurance policy is always nothing more than a contract between the parties and should be construed using the general rules of interpretation of contracts set forth in the Civil Code. The judicial responsibility in interpreting insurance contracts is to determine the party's common intent. An insurance policy should not be interpreted in an unreasonable or strained manner as to enlarge or to restrict its provisions beyond what is reasonably contemplated by its terms or so as to achieve an absurd conclusion. If, after applying the other general rules of construction, an ambiguity remains, the ambiguous contractual provision is to be construed against the insurer and in favor of coverage. Under the rule of strict construction, equivocal provisions seeking to narrow an insurer's obligation are strictly construed against the insurer and in favor of the insured. Woodward's subcontract with Eagle, however, specifically provided that Woodward arranged for the project to be insured under the CCIP policy to provide coverage for Eagle's work at the project site. The CCIP policy was issued by HCC, notwithstanding the reason why Eagle was ultimately not enrolled. The record demonstrated that Eagle was clearly performing work on the project that was to be insured under the CCIP policy. Moreover, the plain language of the wrap-up exclusion stated that coverage for Eagle was excluded in all locations where you perform or have performed work that is or was to be insured under a consolidated wrap-up insurance program. The TBIC policy wrap-up exclusion clearly and unambiguously precluded coverage for Eagle's work on the project. Accordingly, the wrap-up exclusion, according to the Court of Appeals, must be enforced as written. In my opinion, courts are required to read the entire policy at issue and interpret the policy as its wording relates to the facts of the incident that resulted in bodily injury to the plaintiffs. The Court of Appeal did so and ignored the creative, yet unconvincing arguments made by the plaintiffs. The policy simply excluded the incident. This video was adapted from my blog, Zelma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL, zelma.com slash blog. You can subscribe to the blog and you will receive 
notice of the 4,700 blog postings. And every blog posting, usually five, sometimes six a week. You can also subscribe to the videos on YouTube and on rumble.com. And they're also free as is the blog. If you wish further detail about insurance, insurance claims, insurance law, and insurance fraud, please consider for a small fee subscribing to my Substack publication. Thank you for your attention.